3: Connect the dishes
0: to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of and Audio. Connect the stories, change your
4: perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact.
5: Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour number three of our radio program. This hour, we help out the beleaguered Washington football team marketing department as they are attempting to find a nickname in a very disjointed way, a very disjointed way. They are attempting to find a nickname. We'll give them some unsolicited advice. Also. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. That and more. It's all coming your way right now in hour number three. What is in a name? What's in a name? Well, I'll tell you. Welcome in. It's the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we wax loquacious, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, in beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from deep inside the magic radio box, the Fox Sports Radio studios, and here we are together again, and a story that caught my attention. It was on my radar. It's something that I have been interested in. We've done a few monologues about this topic over the last year or so, I would say. It involves the marketing of a professional sports franchise and just how important is a nickname specifically the team formerly known as the Redskins. That was their nickname. They were forced to change it. They don't have a nickname. They're the team without a name right now, but if you've not heard the latest update on this and maybe you're out of the loop, it's a very interesting story. Uh, So let me, let me give you the details here. So the, the the team in D.C. sent a questionnaire out to season ticket holders this week to gauge their interest in a new nickname for the franchise. They get you know come up with a new name. So Dan Snyder, the owner there, he uh, we we know he bowed down to the mob and the cancel culture, and he got rid of the nickname, which was very popular in uh, the Washington D.C. area. The team, formerly known as the Redskins, m- made a bunch of money. People uh, supported the team. They liked the organization even though they had been completely incompetent on the field so the survey that was sent out included around 40 names that the team is considering that we know of the reason we don't have the full list is because it's a piecemeal list it was shared that the names that we have were shared by Washington season ticket holders on social media they were asked to rank their two favorites, and their two least favorite options out of a sliver of options. All right? Each fan, here's the catch. Right, The catch is that each fan received only a very small portion of the actual names being considered to choose from. So let us discuss the question. What do you make of this strategy by the NFL marketing, the Washington marketing people there to come up with a new nickname for the NFL team? In DC, right? I mean, this is whew. all right. So I've got the flagpole, uh, I've got that. I've also got uh, original as well, and beehive. And we will combine all of these things together into an adequate maller model. Like now, first of all, I'm not sure who's calling the shots here. I think the NFL is is very much involved in this at the league level and that Washington is being pulled along. But either way, the people who are making the decision, it sounds on the outside like they have no idea what they're doing, that there's no actual plan in place, and they're just kind of half-assing this. Uh, And if they knew what the plan was, then they've got 40 names. Why wouldn't they already have it down, whittled down to five or ten? And then from that point, you can send everyone who's a Washington season ticket holder can get a list of those same five to ten. And then by the process of elimination, uh, you whittle it down, whittle it down, and you would have your winner. That's not what they're doing here. Instead, you get five nicknames, you get seven nicknames to pick from, you get eight over there, and figure out what you like, what you don't like. This is the flagpole technique. Now, what is the flagpole technique? You ask. I'm glad you asked. They are just running these nicknames up the flagpole to see if anyone salutes them, right? That's what they're. the, The streets have been talking. I said this a while back, and I'm hearing the same thing that the marketing people for the the team formerly known as the Redskins they have been doing surveys and trying to get the pulse of the people who care about that team, and the vast majority from the market research that they have have done, from what I'm hearing, the electorate think the name should be Redskins, that they should go back to the name they just got rid of, which creates obviously a quagmire for the Wolkarati who are really in charge and and all that, so they've got problems. Now, secondly, we, since we're here to help unsolicited advice, we have selected our favorites in the past. Go back to the podcast page on any of the pages you get your podcast, and we've done monologues about who, what names we like, the names we, we don't like. Uh, among the names, though, being floated, right? This is all a trial, weather balloon, whatever you want to call it. The names being floated, uh, we want something unique, but the most important thing is original, right? We need originality. And when I become the czar of American sport, Hell, North American sports. Forget just America. I'm going to run sports in Canada and Mexico, right? But American sports have too many teams that have the same doping nicknames. How, you know, tigers, Bulldogs, Wildcats, Bears, Eagles. Enough! So I looked at this list. I did a methodical, surgical look at the names that I could get, and I I think I have 37 names. I think there's more than that, but I have 37. So, of these names, the names that I liked for originality and uniqueness were the Washington ambassadors, because it ties into politics and in DC and what a cesspool that is. The Demon Cats, boy, that would be interesting. I don't, I don't recall a team called the Demon Cats. Uh, presidents that passes the test. If you're going to have a team in DC, that's an obvious one and then you can when they lose you can make the dead president's jokes and and it writes itself wild hogs that would be a name that would be okay because that would tie in as a kind of halfway tribute to the old Washington Redskins their offensive line known as the hogs so if you go with the wild hogs you're you're doing that uh, the uh, aviators the armada not as fond of but i would be okay with the belters as in the beltway Eh, seems like a bit of a stretch. Now, the names that I do not like that were being considered here, according again, we're we're putting this together. It's a piecemeal list, but the names that you should avoid at all costs: Razorbacks, we already have a team called the Razorbacks. They're in Arkansas. The Royals, we obviously have a team called the Royals, they're in Kansas City. The Warriors, we already have a team, you get the point, right? We these are all regurgitated monikers. Also, Since I'm in charge here and I'm giving my unsolicited advice, uh, you're not a soccer team, so drop the whole Washington, D.C. football, which is one of the names being mentioned here, or Washington 32 FC. Uh, Any uh, lame variation of that, as my man LeVar Ball would say, stay in your lane. That's not how we do things in the NFL in America. It's lame, 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 lame. All right, final thought. So the early reviews are in, and the opening round of nicknames has been absolutely panned by the season ticket holders that have seen this. And, and it's part of the reason we know so many of these names, people are like goofing on it, saying how awful the list was and how disappointing it was. And so ultimately, as we have anticipated and speculated, this is a no-win proposition for the NFL branding people, whether it's local or the league office. Now, the reason why, right, and it goes back to a quote that I use a lot when we talk about this. It's an Abraham Lincoln quote. You can please some of the people all the time. You can please all the people some of the time, but you cannot please all the people all the time. In the NFL, the first action they did, getting rid of the the Redskins nickname, you immediately upset people. Now those same people want the team name to come back, and so they've opened up Pandora's box. It's a little bit of a a tricky dance inside a beehive is essentially what they've they've done. Now, if you dance in a beehive, good luck not getting stung. You're going to get stung. So at this point, you're just doing damage control, and you're trying to pick, if you're the marketing people, the lesser of 37 or 40 evils which is what you have as your list. Good luck. Good luck. I'm sure n- nothing could go wrong. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. We've got Big Ben's lame jokes of the week coming up later in the hour and a good crop. I think we've finally gotten rid of the weed man jokes. There's only a couple of those, but uh, usual punching bags mixed in. Uh, there was there was some guy that, that was spreading fake news that was in here the other night, and he is just getting bludgeoned by the joke writers. The unpaid joke writers just absolutely unloaded on that bozo. Uh, So we will highlight some of that tremendous comedy gold uh, later on. So we, we look forward to that. All right. Do we have a NFL draft controversy less than two weeks away from the NFL draft? One of the top players projected as a possible top-five pick in the NFL draft, being attacked on social media. It has not gone mainstream, but we're overnight, so we can bring it up to your attention. It has not hit the mainstream football media. They've avoided the story, but we'll give you the details. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Did you eat poop? For breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that was lunch.
3: That was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, give
0: me a break. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio
2: and the iHeartRadio app.
4: if you dare.
5: Hey Smaller here. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under thirty seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick Six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. The new customers play 5 bucks and get 50 In Pick 6 Credits, that's code MALLER only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
6: Listen up, Mallor Militia. The Ben Mallor Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can also tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites of the Ben Mallor Show. He's also the keeper of the dump button, where when you guys, mostly Whoopie Pie Blair, say something that they're not supposed to, and he's it's true, he has to be the, the gatekeeper. potty mouth. And he is also the real laugh track of lame jokes. He's back working. It doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in. Roberto's here. He's gonna laugh, and that will make lame jokes. Are you taking a shot at Chris? Is that what you're doing here? He's
3: not perfect. He's
6: perfect. I'm. I'm I'm telling. uh, I'm telling you. that it's not my fault that lame jokes work. You're passing the blame. How
5: about some accountability, Eddie? You were not into it last. I'm never into it. No, Roberto is the
6: Roberto is the one who is the is the real laugh track. And he's here, and so lame jokes will be good.
5: The the issue with Chris is he puts his own touch on it, and we're used to a certain laugh. That is part of it as well, yes. And Chris likes to put his own sound effects in, which just don't work. But he i give him credit because he's so stubborn. He keeps doing it every time he's in on a Thursday yeah. into a Friday. Roberto is the real star of lame jokes, so that's that. Yeah. That's coming and up. Cooking with Roberto, and, which well, will be next week.
6: That's that's a given. <laughs> I mean, it's got his name on
5: it. By the <laughs> way, you, right.
6: you can follow him at raider underscore rob twenty four. Feel for how, ha 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 for what? ha. Yeah, I still don't know what he was trying to say there. And yeah. now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: Oh, well, we will have those lame jokes coming up a little bit later. In the hour, we've got an NFL draft pick, a projected top 10 pick in the draft, facing some blowback on social media. And this is now a staple of the NFL draft we've had over the years. We had the famous Miami Dolphins lineman who had the... Military mask on to smoke the weed. Uh, we had that. We had uh, Josh Allen was in a controversy a couple years ago. There, there have been a few of these different things that have popped up. But the latest one involves Mac Jones of Alabama, projected to be the third quarterback pick, although maybe he won't be. Maybe he the fourth quarterback pick. And so uh, the controversy on social media, he became a trending topic. Uh, Recently, and the reason he became a topic of conversation was because some new pictures have popped up. Uh, People were going through as investigators going through the timelines of Mac Jones and his relatives snooping around the Jones family. And they discovered on Mac Jones's sister's Twitter account a photo of a person who seemingly is Mac Jones, wearing a Barack Obama costume. Uh, And I'm looking at the photo here. It has been deleted from the Internet, but the screenshot lasts forever. This photo is from October of 2012. And I'm relatively confident Mac Jones was like 13 or 14. But anyway, in the photograph, he uh, had a... uh, Barack Obama mask on. He had like a jumpsuit that said, well, it didn't say anything. It just said, uh, it was like the flag. It was like the uh, flag, red and white stripes. And then the arm, uh, one of the arms was blue. And then it had a, he was wearing like you'd see Miss America wear. uh, The, this, I don't know what you call it, a scarf or whatever. It said no Obama is what it, uh, what it said and uh, people are losing their lunch over this. Oh my god, god he can't be drafted. And, you know, I was like, "Really?" I mean, I I he was like 13 or 14. This happened in 2012. I think he's 21, I think. Uh I I don't I don't I don't get all worked up about this. But I, this is a whole cottage industry and people that just go nuts. So, we'll see if this story becomes something. Right now the story is nothing. It's just some algorithms and some bots that are getting all freaked out, but we'll see whether or not this actually becomes something. Because you don't really know for sure it's it's Mac Jones you, because he's wearing a mask. Um, so anyway, people are getting very upset about that. Uh, meanwhile, I did want to spend a couple of good minutes on the top team in professional baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who took, down the Rockies. Yet again, Justin Turner, Max Muncy, couple of three-run bombs. And even my least favorite Dodger, David Price, got a save, his first regular season save. And so the Dodgers continue to motor along. They are 11-2 and now on the season. So I did some back-of-the-napkin-maller math, and – It's always fun to do this early in the year. So the Dodgers are playing 846 baseball at this point through the first 11 games of the season. So if this were to continue, right? actually not first 11, this is the first 13 games, excuse me.
6: I liked him in that spot. I really did.
5: If the Dodgers were to keep up this pace, and there are so many crap teams in baseball, it's not likely but not impossible. Especially in the NL West. Yeah, the, the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies are just brutal. Just brutal. All three of those teams. Giants actually played all right to begin the year, but we don't believe in them. Uh, so anyway, the Dodgers playing eight forty six baseball. I did the math on this, Roberto. My Saddleback College education that says that the Dodgers would win one hundred and thirty seven games. They're on pace to win one hundred and thirty seven games. They would be yeah, the that's first not team, <laughs> first team in baseball to do it. Roberto, you're a hater. They'd be the first team to go one hundred and thirty seven and twenty five. And if they just maintain the same level of play they've they've got right now, that's it. Be the greatest team of all time. They'd make movies. Forget the 27 Yankees. Forget the the Mariners with Jamie Moyer and and Ichiro and all those guys. The Dodgers on pace for 137 wins, and now they're going to San Diego. Big early season NL West showdown. Walker Bueller on the mound in game one. And the Dodgers, every every time they send somebody to the mound, they they got a great starting pitcher. They got Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, and Trevor Bauer are gonna pitch. And then the Padres are gonna counter with Ryan Weathers, whoever that is, uh you Darvish, heard of him, and Blake Snell. So uh, I I seem to remember
2: a couple of guys on on this show slamming their fist on the panic button after Kershaw's first start of the season. Do you remember, oh, yeah, do that was you remember who that was? Uh, any? No, that was
5: a good take at the time. Listen, at the time, the Dodgers <laughs> were in trouble. They lost to the Rockies. And Kershaw was a little shaky there. They left a lot of runners on base. And what, I'm glad you brought that up, Coop, because it's very important. I gave the team a pep talk right away, right oh, after geez. opening day. And since then, they're 11-1 since the Maller pep talk. I don't wait till they lose a bunch of games. I, I get right in there. One loss, I'm triggered. One loss, and I'm like, let's get on these guys. We gotta we gotta pick up the pace here, and they're the top team in baseball. And forget Dave Roberts; I gave him the pep talk. Well, I, I saw
0: I saw the lineup today, and I was I was uh, pretty ticked off. But you know this, you know they had a yeah. uh, typical Sunday Sunday getaway day lineup. Well, they had to you rest. Two, it's a load management. Yeah. Load management, man. They yeah. had to rest off well, because they, they got the yeah, Padres. The, the so load management in baseball is that Sunday, that Sunday getaway day lineup, yeah, right? Know, yeah, I I they had know. they had that lineup today, and I was like, uh. but they're not yeah. so And they, they were so trailing
5: bad. at one point, which is very rare. Even when the Dodgers, when they play a team like the Rockies, it's rare when they trail at all. But they were trailing, and then they they woke which up, which tells you that they, they're probably gonna, you know, they're not gonna have a Sunday
0: getaway lineup on Sunday against the Padres. So they're actually, try to—they're going to they're put their best yeah, foot forward that's, that's and try I to thought. win that, that's that game. That's what I'm thinking there. Yeah, giving okay.
5: Mookie the day off and Seager. That'd be a bold strategy, Cotton, to go out there and try to win that game on Sunday against the Padres. <laughs> Interesting. All right. The uh, Mariners
0: 116 game uh, records. More so you,
5: likely, but so you're not. saying they will not win 137? They're on pace for Negative. 137 wins. All right. Negative. Roberto, a, tweet that out, Coop. Roberto says. Baseball insider Roberta Flores reporting the Dodgers will not win 137 games. That's probably not happening. Okay. All right. Uh, Cal Jam writes in, whoever that is, says, I am drinking Jim Beam and toasting beer-drinking Brian. Uh, John Lennon saying, whatever gets you through the night, no truer words spoken for me. It's whiskey and Ben Maller. No apologies. All right. I'm glad we've been included, Cal Jam. And listen, you're, you're a grown ass person. As long as you don't go anywhere and you don't destroy your body, uh, you know, to each their own. Knock yourself out. Perfectly legal. Perfectly legal. Have a wonderful time. An absolute wonderful time. All right, let's go to the phones. And uh, who do we have here? A eeny, meeny, miny, mull. Let's say hello to Bring It Home Jerome in Cannes. The City with Big Ben's Lame Jokes on tap. Hello, bringing home Jerome. My favorite overnight friends. How's everybody doing tonight? If I was any better, I'd be some Baba, but not some Baba Ganoush, because I haven't made that in a while.
3: Hey, can I put my bid in for uh, Marcel's uh, food picks later? I think he had Baba Ganoush-flavored oodles and noodles.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'll, a, I'll ask him if he's ever had Baba Ganoush. What do you think he's going to say?
3: I'm gonna go with a big no there, Ben.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well he said hey, he, he said he, the other day he said he hadn't had a cheeseburger and then there were photos of him eating a cheeseburger. So uh a little confused from time to time.
3: Hey, I wanted to uh give a shout out to my man Coop with the upcoming holiday. Coop. Are yes, we gonna sir. be cooping on are we gonna be cooping on four <laughs> twenty?
6: You don't need a holiday for that. Yeah, every
2: day is 420 for cool. <laughs> every Coke. day is 420 for <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, I mean, 420 happens twice every day, actually. That, well, actually, uh, that's actually, depending what I'm on the time about. zone, it
5: happens every hour somewhere It's 4:20. Uh, <laughs> Come on, jeez! Hey, now, guys, I don't know if uh, if Coop
3: shared it with you. I sent a picture to him. This is how much I'm going to honor him on this special holiday. I got a T-shirt made with Cooping on 4:20 on it. I even got it in Broncos colors. I Coop, saw that. Do you know how hard? Ho- do you know how hard that was to do?
2: <laughs> you mean for you for you personally? <laughs> Oh, he's Absolutely, in,
5: he's in Chiefs country though. You yeah. can't be walking around with Bronco colors. This, that's not nah, you your butt. Your butt kicked. It's a good it's looking a, it's shirt. It's a love
3: hate relationship. I gotta love you, Coop, because you're the producer, but I gotta hate you because you're a Broncos fan. That's how that goes, brother.
5: That's fair. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, li- very good. enjoy your holiday, Jerome. You got. You hey, I'm I'm, hoping to a, up.
3: I'm. I'm hoping that that becomes a, a trendy catchphrase, Cooping on 420.
5: Okay, you thrown it out there. We'll see if anybody picks it up. All right, thank you, Jerome. Bring it dude, home, Jerome. Make the babaca, don't you, dude? All right, I make the bobble. Be sure to catch live editions of the
0: Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches. Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecom, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Ben, we uh, talked recently about Jadavion Clowney getting a one-year deal in Cleveland. Another veteran pass rusher has inked a deal. This is Alden Smith. Remember him uh, of the Raiders and last I year I don't with remember the him of the Raiders.
5: I remember him getting in a lot of legal trouble. That's what I remember. Alden well, that Smith. is
6: probably his most memorable move. But yes. he has signed a one-year deal ah! with the Seattle Seahawks. Now, he was uh, suspended from the NFL from 2016 to 2019 for multiple off-the-field incidences. Uh, but he did get a one year deal last year with the Cowboys. Finished uh with uh five sacks last year for Dallas. We'll see what he can do up there in Seattle.
5: Yeah. Now they got rid of that sovereign nation that was there, right? So that's he can't go there. These sovereign citizens, that's not around anymore there, right? Remember they was it last year they had Who? That? I don't know. You don't remember that? The autonomous zone in Seattle? Chaz, I think it was called. You don't remember that? I, I do not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it is the. Anybody be- else in the show remember? Nobody's yeah. talking about? Okay. Yeah. Coop knows what you're talking about. Well, Coop pays attention a little bit. I mean, come on, Eddie. Jeez. That was a big story. <laughs>
0: knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week. Who? It's Big Ben's
5: Lame Joke of the Week. Hi, right, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are all submitted by listeners. If you would like to add to the unpaid, underappreciated joke writing cartel of the Maller Militia. You can send your jokes in care of Ben Show at gmail.com. Put jokes in the headline. You can send them anywhere, anytime. You can send them now, you can send them tomorrow. just have to get them in by uh, early in the day on Thursday. Otherwise uh, they will not make it on the show. All right. Here we go. Uh, I hear the music. I hear Roberto. I hear Eddie. We're in good shape. How does Lizzo plan to leave her mark on the world? Uh, I I don't know. How does she plan to do that? With sinkholes. So, uh, Surfer Todd, the comedian. What was Lizzo's favorite Tom Hanks movie? Big. Yes, uh, you've heard that one before. That's J.D. in Boston. Uh, Lizzo's favorite hockey team growing up. Oh, I should probably know this. Uh, the Whalers. Yes, the Hartford Whalers. <laughs> you did, you, wow, Eddie, you're very good. All right, what was Liz, Why was Lizzo? Uh, why did Lizzo become an uh, astronomer? I, I don't know that one. Why did she do that? Well, oh, to test the Big Bang theory. <laughs> That's an easy one. It's, uh, all those from J.D in Boston, how did Lizzo get a giant iPad? I don't know. how did she do that? She sat on her iPhone. <laughs> it's, uh, Eric, Eric in Iowa. Eric from Iowa. Uh, why is Lizzo's dessert orders like some stoppages in an ice hockey? Uh, she likes icing on them. Oh, you've heard that one, too, Eddie. I guess we got to come up with some new things. That's George in Rochester, <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, why did LaMarcus Aldridge retire?
4: Uh,
5: it was a heart issue, I heard. No, his heart just wasn't in it anymore.
4: So, really? so that's
5: kind Bill of right. Bill from Iowa. Did you hear about the homeless guy who snuck on at USC? I did hear about that. Our friend
6: Petros told us about that.
5: Yeah, big story. Petros had the scoop on the radio in L.A. They figured something was off, Eddie, when he kept asking Clay Helton, PayPal me money! (laughs) 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 Couldn't quite figure it out every time he would go back to catch a punt. uh, It's a bill from Iowa. Did you know a reporter got a live rat in the mail from Dave Kingman yeah, back you, you in the Yeah, you told us that story yesterday, I believe. Yeah, or as Weedman or as Weedman calls it, DoorDash.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: Bill from Iowa. So good, Bill. So good. Unbelievably good joke right there. All right. It's possible Tiger Woods may never play professional golf again. Where could he still have a career on Sundays, though? Uh, the NASCAR circuit? Yes, you've heard that one, too. That's Surfer Todd, the comedian. The punchline assassin has returned. What do you call a homeless man catching punts at USC? I, I don't know. Tell me. A walk-on. Yeah. There you go. It's just Josh in Cincinnati. Did you know, with all the new gun laws, they say only criminals will end up having firearms, him? Oh, is that right? It's good news for Urban Meyers players there. That's... <laughs> it's uh, Gary from uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Well, big, big news that the Ben Maller Show may be visiting Amish countries sometime in the future. Yeah, I heard you mentioned something about that. Yeah, Dick and Dayton will provide the music. Doc Mike will bring refreshments. And Tammy and Montana will pull the buggy. So, Gordon... In Tacoma. Oh, Gordy also. Shirley? Sent- no, it's Gordy in Tacoma. He also sent this one in. Gordon in Tacoma. Uh- oh, actually, this is Tammy's rebuttal. Excuse me. This is Tammy's rebuttal. Gordon in Tacoma was so fat when he was young, Eddie. Oh, uh, how, how fat was he? The priest told him, let's just be friends. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jeez. All right, what- <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. What's the difference between Ozzy Momentum's jokes and uh, his manhood? Uh, what's the difference? Nobody laughs at his jokes. <laughs> how did how did beer drinking Brian and know that half pint was the woman for him? Uh, how did he know when she only came up to his waist? There you go. That's just Josh. Uh, what did <laughs> what did doctors find at the bottom of beer drinking Brian's liver? Oh boy, I don't know. The worm. <laughs> so, just Josh. There, Coop, You got anything here, Coopaloo? I don't. You don't? All right. Coops out for now. Let's see if we can find something. Uh, what is Doc Mike's favorite reference book? This is from Dave in Mill Valley. Um, I don't know. The Yellow Pages? No, no. He likes the Encyclopedia. Pedia. Yeah. Of that. Eddie's is better. Eh, I don't know. Uh, why did Rachel and Mayabello stop uh, taking the pill? Uh, I don't know. Why? She started singing instead. Wow. Come on, Eric. That's not right, man. That's not right. She's a lovely lady. My apologies to her. Uh, did you hear that Coop's girlfriend is thinking of leaving him because of his obsession with poker? No, I did not hear that. Yeah, he, he said uh, she's bluffing, is what he, is what he said. Yeah, that's, uh, just Josh in Cincinnati. Uh, what do you get when Roberto takes a Friday off? Uh, what do you get? Really lame jokes, Eddie. Really <laughs> Really lame jokes. This is from Just Josh in Cincinnati. Did you hear that many citizens in Florida were hoping that the uh, septic pond uh, with the leaky dam would flood them? Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, they were wanting it to wash away the smell from Weed Man Hippie. So they were trying to get that oh, septic smell. Go yeah, you can't so wash milk- that smell out. Milkman Mike in Colorado. We have a bunch of Sir Scratch off jokes. Uh, how is Sir Scratchoff like a lottery ticket? Uh, how is that? How is you're, pretty, you're pretty much guaranteed a loser. That's uh, just Josh. <laughs> what, what do Sir Scratchoff and the state of Arkansas have in common? Uh, I don't know. What? They both like to roll inbred. Come on, now that's <laughs> I mean, that's not right, Josh. Come on, man. It's just Josh in Cincinnati. All right. Uh, why do oh, you've heard this one before? Should I even read this one? Because you're gonna, you know, we've all heard this joke. Why do ducks fly upside down? You know that one. No, I don't know that one. Or, oh, really? Okay. Why do ducks fly upside down over Sir Scratchoff's house and truck? Uh, why is that? There's nothing worth crapping on. <laughs> Ozzy, are you back? Well, my, are you back feeding the ducks? By the way, I have not fed the ducks in a while. Unfortunately, I need to get back out. You think they the wonder ducks. where you've gone? No, I don't think they think about me at all. But they, when I show up, they it's it's like uh, what was that movie? The uh, the birds? The, no, not the birds. But it was kind of the birds. But it was uh, the animals just follow you around. The birds just follow you around. That's my duck. Jumanji. It was like Jumanji. I get a parade of of birds. All right. Why don't we pause for the cause here, and we will have. Do you want the Brian Finley radio roast? Or would you like the Deshaun Watson radio roast? What do you want, Eddie? You make the call. Here. Well, that is a tough call. Yeah, Brian Finley, or <laughs> I, I guess
6: uh, we've had we've had a lot of Deshaun stuff. Let's let's yeah. go for
5: Finley. All right. <laughs> Very awkward person that works at the company here, Brian Finley. He's a well, he's that, a good guy. Yeah. All right, we will have the Brian Finley radio roast, fake news Finley, and all of that right around the corner. We'll get to it. We will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the
0: best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: We are always looking to proliferate the Maller militia, help our grassroots movement, add new listeners to the show, support our noble efforts by posting comments about the Ben Maller show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. You have the power to influence others. Join the cult of the Ben Maller show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: And the jokes continue by request from Eddie Garcia, the Brian Finley radio roast. Uh, Finley came in here when Eddie was away the other day and tried to Bogart the show and was a spectacular failure. So that led to the joke writers to have a field day. Uh, What did Manti Teow say when he found out Brian Finley has a girlfriend? Uh, I don't know. What did he say? She was mine first. (laughs) Eric in Iowa. Uh, Why did Brian uh, Finley keep... Failing his public speaking classes. Uh, I don't know why. Every time he gave a speech, Ben kept interrupting him. That's why. So here's the thing. <laughs> I wonder he what that feels like. He couldn't handle it. See, you handle it, Eddie. You just keep going. <laughs> you, you interrupt Brian one time, and it's, oh, my God, it's like 27 minutes. All right, what do Brian oh. Finley's ego and a lion have in common? What could they possibly have in common? They both have to be tamed. It's from Eek in Roseville, <laughs> Minnesota. By the way, I did send Coop a bunch of jokes. I don't know if he wants to use any of those. Uh, what two groups of people can fit comfortably in a broom closet?
6: I'm sure one of them is the Finley Fanatics.
5: Well, it's all, you're right. It's all members of the Finley Fanatics, as well as anyone who's ever requested a David Gascon cameo video. <laughs> <laughs> they can all big side-by-side there. That's from The Weapon. The Weapon sent that one in. Uh, David what, again. Yeah, what gets blown up quicker than a Blair phone call? Uh, I don't know. What? Brian Finley's girlfriend on a Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> 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 Bill from Iowa. All right. Why did Brian Finley's girlfriend break up with him? Uh, I don't know why. Well, apparently his updates last longer than some other things there, Eddie. uh, (laughs) Kurt Kurt from Earth (laughs) sent that one in. (laughs) Uh, Why was uh, Brian Finley born late? Uh, I don't know why. Uh, Apparently his doctor had to give a 27-minute update before delivery, so (laughs) it'd be appropriate there. So just Josh in... Cincinnati, who sent that one in? Did you know Brian Finley's girlfriend likes Bad Boys? Oh, really? Yeah. When they first met, he was breaking the law by being within 500 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. Uh, so Gary from Youngstown, Ohio. Boy, Gary, he brings the flamethrower. He does not hold back. He does not hold back. All right, you know how Brian's uh, girlfriend did something on their first date that she'd never done before, Eddie. I didn't know. What, what did she do? She got to sit in the front seat of a car. That's enough, Finley. Jokes, Coop. You got anything over there, Coop? Uh, yeah. How do you uh, <laughs> how do you kill fifty
2: flies at once?
5: Yeah, I don't know.
2: You slap Weedman in the face
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's from JJ bro Why was Weedman arrested for failing to appear in court? Uh, well, because he failed to appear in court No, no he told he told the judge that he wouldn't show up unless he was paid his appearance uh, fee, God. so that's why. <laughs> Judge said no to that. I don't know. We have a few Deshaun Watson jokes. We have some time. So uh, how do you know that Deshaun would be a bad investor? Uh, How do you know that? He traded his birthday suit for a lawsuit. That's not very good. That's Inca Terror who sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, Why has Deshaun Watson started smoking pot? Uh, I don't know. Why? To help him prepare for the big joint. Big joint there. That's uh, Eric Eric in Iowa. Let's see. Oh, I can't read that one on the air. On second thought, better not read that one. Why is Roger Goodell going to suspend Deshaun Watson? Uh, why is that? Well, he's in trouble for deflating his balls. That's a <laughs> violation. That's Chip from Maine. Very funny man, Chip from I Maine. balls. Did you know growing up Deshaun Watson was influenced by fairy tales? I, I did not know that. Yeah, when he grew up, he was always looking for a happy ending. Uh, yeah. Is that uh, Tom from Fullerton? Coop? Anything else there stand nah. out? nothing else. Coops. Uh, nah. Okay. Did you hear? Deshaun Watson never wanted his massage therapist to feel uncomfortable in his hotel room. Oh, really? Yeah, he always told them to uh, take their uh, hat and jacket off. Uh, that's what he t- That's uh, Surfer Todd. <laughs> surfer shot the comedian. Oh, <laughs> uh, these guys. Uh, all right, let's see here. What do Deshaun Watson and the cheating Astros have in common? Uh, what do they have in common? They both have gotten in trouble for uh, banging uh, things or something. I don't know. Uh, that's Rick in uh, Northridge. All right, what Guinness a world record did Deshaun Watson, what's he about to set here? Uh, tell me. Most money lost playing pop a shot, Eddie. There you go. That's some chip from May. Lame jokes of the week.
2: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
4: 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
5: I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something
4: from this board. This